0: Welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the Vinny Rock Podcast. And hey, I'm glad you're here with me. Um, today, I have a buddy of mine named Nick and he is Greek. He was a Marine Raider, uh, 12 years. And then he started doing the entrepreneurial stuff and he runs Raider Project. So really cool stories with this guy, but as well as like really good friendship that I have with him. And he's really been one of the guys, one of the guys that is kind of like outside of my circle, but then became inside of my circle and then became one of the guys who has influenced me and motivated me to continue doing what I'm doing. Um, I fucking love this guy. I fucking trust this guy. And uh, he's killing it. And so I wanted to bring him on the podcast so he can tell the story. And we're finally able to match up our schedules to make it happen. But before that, let's get to a fucking sponsor. Yeah. You guys already know Core Medical Group. I start with them sometimes because it's just the one that I, like, I use this daily. I want not say daily. It's actually a shot a week. But... Every time I'm sure you guys listen to this, and I'm sure there's guys who don't do anything about it, but then sit there and think, maybe I should. Look at it, I promise you, talk to your wife, talk to your significant other and say, hey, I'm interested in this because I want to see if I'm healthy. I want to check on my health. Let me go get a blood test. Just go get the fucking blood test. If you get the blood test, I promise you, a majority of you guys, veterans who who have been in combat, who've been through stressful situations, who've been running at a fucking 110 miles per hour for so many years, have now like, holy fuck, everything has changed. My body's not re- receptive anymore to working out. My emotions are fucked up. Um, I'm not feeling myself. I promise you, you guys go get core medical group, go get your blood tested, and you'll see why. All I'm asking is get your hormones checked. That's one of the number one things you need to do before trying to, trying to figure out why this transition is so hard getting out of the military. Why? Why do I just not feel like myself again? Well, I would number one, first thing you need to do is get your hormones checked first. Check out Core Medical Group if you guys are having trouble finding out how to reach them. Hit me up. And those of you are like, well, there's probably not one in my city. Well, they fucking will send it directly to your goddamn house. No excuses, motherfuckers. Figure it out. Boom, boom, boom. Willie Peach Chocolate. I, I need you guys to message me. Who has tried the hot sauce? You guys, you guys. If you haven't tried it, well, then fuck you. I promise you The hot sauce is fucking awesome. Go try it. And if you don't like hot sauce, go get one of these chocolates, Willy peach chocolates. I fucking love them. You should too. Willy peach chocolate. Go check them out. Um, GMR gold. You guys know, you can use the, 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 the promo code Rocco, uh, for GMR gold. And that's going to get you your 10% off. And that's going to, that we're, we're trying to get you guys these package deals, you know, um, you can get, a bullion box deal, right? And, it, and it's and it's pretty important for you guys to check that out if you guys are interested in it. It's like, like, you want to start collecting, you want to start putting some money away, you want to be investing. This is one of the most stable uh, investments you can make. And so I now have been collecting gold and silver for I think some, somewhere around six months now and I'm super happy with it. It's been fun. I've made it kind of a thing in the family. Please check out JMR Gold. Um, you know, they're doing a new program right now and you can the GMR gold to see it is a system where you can actually sign up for it. Um, you know, use promo code Rocco and I'm trying to get this figured out here. Oh my God. Charlie! It's been crazy. Boom. Um, they're starting to, to be on magazines. You can, you can go check out on skill sets. You can see that the ads they put out for GMR gold. Um, and, and, oh, fuck. Let me see again. Oh my goodness. I missed a text from him. I'm sorry. My bad, bro. I fucked up. <laughs> uh, either way, you guys got to go check out GMR Gold. I got I to gotta call my boy. I fucked up. I forgot to freaking send him a picture that he needed for an ad. Either way, if you guys are going to check out Gold Yon Box, you're going to get a subscription. Use my promo code. Fuck. I feel bad. I'm going to hit him up later. Uh, Perseverance Survival. The Wobby Hoodies and and also don't forget Ranger Up, um, sunglasses, any kind of ranger-up gear. If you want to get it, go check it out. Use promo code Rocco as well. That'll get you your 10% off. But, you know, I, I partner with them on this and and you know, they're now sponsoring the podcast, which is a super blessing. But um, you know, I just love Nick. Nick has been good to me and the company's been good to me. And and now that, you know, I'm rocking their sunglasses when I ride my motorcycles or I'm hanging out with the kids playing sports. Um, I like them. They're quality. They're fucking durable. They're fucking, they've taken over for my Oakleys and that's it. That's for the future. I'm going to continue to wear Ranger Up. That's what it is. You know, I got some stuff on, uh, coming up for myself. You know, be a good dude. I'm trying to really do that brand something now. I'm trying to work with that brand and, and tell them a good stories and and, and, and happy stories and that I think people need to hear. But we also have a new sponsor. And this is important. This is why, why, why I wanted to, jump on this, this sponsor here too. It's called aircraft maintainer. You can go to aircraftmaintainer.com And this is something for you guys that have the MOSs in the aircraft maintenance uh, jobs in the military. If you're Marines, army, air force, and fucking Navy, um, and you have a job classification and you're struggling to, to, to figure out what you're going to do after. Aircraft Maintainer has certifications for you. And this is free if you're active duty. Um, this is an important thing for you guys that that if you guys want to continue, I guess, education and be certified to where you can get paid what you're worth as, a, as an aircraft mechanic, uh, this is a company that'll do it for you. And it's cool. It's the way he does it is is different. I promise you. You can get it paid for if you're active. And if you're not active, then they can supplement a... a I believe it's called like a grant and reimburse you for what it costs you to get it done. I don't know this world very well, but I'm excited to hear about this because they've certified over 3,800 active duty troops to date It is a veteran owned company and operated. All right. So this is like, that's, that's why I support these guys are freaking awesome during the course of they'll provide 48 hours of free leadership mentorship uh, from financial to, to find, make sure that you're successful in, in, in immensely strategic advantage in, in as you process through the ranks. Um, FCC, G-R-O-L is the General Radio Operator's License. They can certify you in that. You guys already know what that is. I don't understand it. It's like not infantry, but it's it's in your world, and A&P, and it's airframe and power plant certifications. You guys who are in that MOS world know how important this is for you when you get out of the military and be able to get paid and what you're worth. You guys any questions go to aircraftmaintainer.com and ask, ask, ask. I don't know enough about the MOS and I don't know enough about the career field, but he told me enough to say, you know what? Fuck. I think my listeners would love this. I think my listeners will agree. The guys who are, who are, who are those MOSs are probably looking for an option like this. And this guy, I promise they can come to you. That's the importance of it. So you guys check them out. Don't forget any of the sponsors. I love them all. They take care of me. You know, they, they keep the lights on and, um, you know, we're going to go. There's there's more, obviously, you know, Beer.com and all that else. But right now, I want to talk about those. So you guys go check out this podcast with Nick Kumulatos. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's the Vinny Rock Podcast? I'm here with my boy, Nick Kumulatos.
1: You're good. Yeah, yeah. Is that good? Is that <laughs> good. wrong? Kumulatos. Cumulatos, right? Soft tea. It's a soft tea.
0: Kumulatos. Kumulatos. <laughs>
1: <Kuma>. <laughs> say it you say it the right way kuma lazos kuma lazos got it it's not oh. there's, no, there's no toast like yeah. toast there's no, it's it's a sauce yeah there you go yeah. kuma
0: lazos, kuma lazos. Yeah.
1: that's yeah.
0: cool that's cool well dude first i want to tell you man um thank you because it's funny i'm now you know, I get booked for speaking engagements now. And I think if it wasn't for you to allow me to speak that one year, what was it? Three, maybe four years ago now. Um, yeah. I never would have been in the speaking engagement world and it kind of, uh, lit a fire. I, don't,
1: I don't know about that. I think that you would have just gotten asked at some other later time. I just jumped on it. I just saw the opportunity. Yeah. It was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to monopolize this situation for a second.
0: And well, it's crazy, man, because like, you know, we started working together with greater projects. Obviously we reached out to each other and then yeah. just kind of the friendship grew from there. And then the speaking engagement thing is something I've always wanted to do. And I just didn't know how to get into it. And, you know, early on as well, it's like, I don't know if anyone really at that time really wanted me to, you know, but you know, I saw the opportunity and I was like, dude, we should, can I, <laughs> you're like, let's do it. <laughs> and now, you know, my month of November is booked that's awesome, flat, man. Flat booked. Like it's crazy. And and like I'm turning down jobs left and right and paying gigs. Like I have to, because I, I've already signed with someone else or whatever the case, you know. And like I hope that takes over next year. I'm hoping to do doubles what I'm doing this year. I'm hoping next year it goes double. And I'm really trying to take that. And with that, I actually have been writing a one man show that I wanna I wanna do that it kind of goes hand in hand with what I speak. So it's all because yeah. you and I appreciate you just just starting that, you know give me the kick in the ass and make him get, get up there. You know,
1: you were nervous, bro. You're so nervous,
0: <laughs> bro. I know it's crazy,
1: but you dude, killed it. that's still a great video. So if anybody listening, if you haven't seen that video, go on the Raider project, uh, YouTube and, and watch that. He, yeah, he kills it. Kills that's it.
0: a cool one. It's a cool. One. Um, so tell me about you, dude, tell me about everything that's going on now. Some of the listeners probably don't know who you are. I doubt that because most of my listeners are probably the same guys who follow you, but, um, you yeah. know, the rundown, you know, you were in the Marines.
1: Yeah. You, uh, uh yeah. do the spiel do the spiel yeah
0: yeah give the spiel
1: yeah so uh in the marines from from 2000 to 2012 and uh you know like like-minded individuals it just the, it just wasn't enough it wasn't yeah. enough i needed needed more so i uh you know went to went to force recon and, and spent some time there and then marsock stood up and spent the last half of my career with you know marine special operations command as a raider and then as you said in your very first speech, you know, I didn't want to be the guy in the bar with only war stories to tell. And yeah. I didn't want to be the guy, you know, that, uh, yeah, I didn't want to be the guy in the bar with no war stories, only war stories to tell. So it was time to close that chapter and start a new one. And yeah. uh, so I did.
0: That's great. Yeah. And, you know, you, you've been running Raider Project now for how long?
1: Uh, we started that in um, February of 2014, 2014. And you're still
0: doing it, correct?
1: Yeah, I'm still a director. Yeah, yeah. just
0: this was curious. Because, I mean, you do so much, dude. You're like me, where it's like, I, I check in from time to time. I'm like, oh, something new. Cool.
1: <laughs> you have to. You right. Have to. Yeah, well, this,
0: it, this yeah. you have to. I had a conversation with a guy who was like, Don't, do you ever think you do too much? I said, no. No, because if I'm not doing too much, I, I'm, I go crazy.
1: Yeah. You it's not healthy behind. for me. Yeah, it's you not healthy. For me. It's not, yeah,
0: because yeah, mentally, I think I get more depressed when I'm doing less.
1: It's yeah, like, I mean... Well, not just that, it's like, you know, talk, you know, look at investments, right? You know, everybody talks about diversifying your portfolio. Well, that's yeah. what work is now in this, I mean, it's 2019. Like if you're right. not diversifying your work, you're, right. you're, what happens if that one thing falls apart?
0: Right. No, exactly. That's how I feel. the And yeah. so you, you do Raider Project and then from there, you've kind of gotten into a lot of you know, it's something I saw you do a lot of video, video development, social media growing, right? Like just branding, and as well as starting different businesses here and there. Uh, what do you? So, what do you got going on now? Like, what is the,
1: your your things? So, you know, I kind of did it in, in a weird fashion, right? Like, I uh, I never intended, you know. If you remember, I had my first company I started in 2013, which was Survival Tactical Systems. Yeah, and it was, you know, I did what every good software operator does, you know, like you get out of the military and you just, I can
0: train, you, I can teach.
1: Yeah. All right. That's, that's what you're <laughs> supposed to do, right? That's all your, it's all you're worth. And, uh, so I fell into that same trap and I started that, but, and that really is what transpired into, into the business side. And I never really wanted to get into media or social media. It yeah. just felt coming from the special operations world. It just felt wrong. Right. It's a different
0: space, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because and, we're taught to be quiet
1: professionals for so many years. Right. Right. And I wanted it to be about the team. I didn't want it to be about me, but then things started to, you know, people started to respond. Yeah. They wanted to hear what I had to say. I had a voice and they wanted to hear what i had to say. And So that really took off. And I started really, so when that took off, of course, discovery channel happened. Um, and I did that show with them. Um, but when that started to take off, I I was like, I saw other people in the industry and you've done this too, where you're just hunting, they're just hunting for the next job. Right. Right? They have that money. They spend it on their lifestyle or, you know, rent and whatever they need. But, uh, then they need another job. And I was thinking all this, like, if you want to call it quote unquote fame and attention, right. Like what is that getting you? If, if you don't, if you're always constantly going from the next job, the next job, the next job. And, uh, so I really started to look at infrastructure. Like what can I do in business? What can I do to where as I grow in the media space, I have things to fall back on. Right. I have something that actually is, is giving, is making money, giving me a return on investment. So as I grow and media grows and marketing grows, all my businesses essentially grow as well. It's like that's our marketing plan. And, uh, so I kind of did it that even though it was small level, I started to really invest my money into, you know, businesses and, 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 and after so many years, like we have those, you know, those businesses get paid off. And then some-
0: now, now, now you're actually starting to have some kind yeah. of foundation to stand on. So, right. so like,
1: then, it's, it's like this
0: social media goes away tomorrow. You still have, you've still created something that sustains itself.
1: I'm good. And then when people f- find me and they're interested in me, they're like, oh, I'm interested in your coffee. I'm interested in your gym. I'm interested in your book. I'm interested. You know what right. I mean? Like there's things that that they can go. I want I want more. Right. I, want, I want to do more and uh, I want to find more about you. And, uh, and then that creates revenue streams.
0: Right. And you know? what they say, I think it's seven different revenue streams is, is the way, for you know, they say for million to be in a millionaire or something like
1: that. I have seven businesses.
0: There you go. <laughs> I, I have 34 and all of them fail besides. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, that's exactly, that's kind of how you have to do it. But, um, it's crazy. It's been cool to watch, man, because, you know, we had to use social media to our advantage. Right. And, Absolutely. And, and, um, you know, I come from the, the Dick fart joke era of YouTube and, and, you know, gained notoriety from that. And it yeah. was really hard for me to step away from that, uh, genre and actually still be respected. I think, I think I, I got a guy the other day is like, dude, I, he goes, <laughs> no shit. I wish I screenshot this. He said, I just I have, a, I, I unfollowed you two years ago when you walked away from the guys, he goes, and now I come here just to look at it and see you still post some bullshit and I was oh. like, whoa. I messed. I actually wow. I just messed him. I said, uh, what's up, bro? You mad? <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was like, bro, I'm sorry, man. I was just fucking drunk and I'm just still upset you walked away from the boys. I'm like, bro, don't see it like that. Like when you see it like that, you're making me an enemy. It's not that's not what happened. I grew and wanted to try something different. You know what I mean? But it was hard for people to see that. It was hard for people yeah. to they felt that I was being unloyal to my guys. I'm like, no, man, I was actually well-
1: I, mm-hmm. I think and and I fall into this a lot like people people look at us and they have a they have a stereotype and they want right. you to fit they want they want to fit you in this in the box right? right they want to they're like oh he's a former special operations guy, so that's what he does he's he's this intense guy, and he's like running around his house clearing his house all the time, and that's all yeah. he thinks about and you know he like wakes up and's like tactical you know that's yeah, and that's their whole life well that's not really i mean that was a chapter in our life yeah but we, we are pushing ourselves to grow, not past that, but something else as well.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny. I told, I told Nick Palmish on just the last podcast I uploaded was like a lot of the people that watch this on YouTube, like they took it for face value. Like that's all we are. Whatever you see on YouTube is who we are. And it's like, no, bro, we're fucking comics, right? We're, we're essentially just like comedians who made a
1: skit. You're, you're playing a character.
0: Right. And people yeah. took it as face value. And I say like, they really believed we were that. And it kind of stemmed, I mean, I'm going to say this and it's kind of a bold statement, but we were really the leaders in the social realm for a lot of the veterans getting out of the military. looking percent Right. And yeah. looking at us like, hmm. well, yeah. And so when you're the leaders, you're the influencers, right? And when you're the influencers to a bunch of uh, impressionable youth. Right. Youngsters that get out of the military really still trying to figure out who they are. They see us and they're like, well, fucking hey, Jameson, fucking Led Slinger's whiskey, fucking bikini snaps, and fucking bro out. You know, what I mean? and it's like, fuck. I felt like we created a tidal wave of fucking dudes that were trying to replicate the characters of who we were. And it and it and it, and it right. wasn't and it wasn't good, right? Like, like, dude, there's guys that saw past it, right? You got my homies that are just like, dude, you're funny, but fucking you guys are douchebags. I'm like, yeah, yeah we are. You're, you know what I mean? <laughs> But, um, and so it's funny to see, you know, that's where we, I started in getting out of that world and trying to really be taken serious sometimes because I see what me, you are doing and and other guys that are out there doing it as even like, like Cody, Alfred, you know what I mean? Guys like that who are leaders or at least putting ourselves in the position to be like, look, I'm going to tell you my life. You're going to see my story. You can choose to be inspired by it, motivated by it, or just fucking enjoy it and entertained by it. You know what what I mean? and uh, if there's something that i'm doing that inspires you hit me up if you have questions you know that kind of thing like like right. we've turned our lives into this open book for people to see to experience and then to know like oh fuck he was a he was a fucking badass oh you don't always have to go and be a badass the rest of your life you don't have to put up this facade of being a tough so, guy
1: exactly and that's my that's my whole like if it, one i guess you could say step is you know like i said people have this this picture of what you, they think you're supposed to be. Yeah. And when you, and when you're not, it makes them uncomfortable. It does. Cause it, cause you're it like, them,
0: you're nothing like what I imagined and what the world tells me you should be.
1: Right. And that's the reason why, like for my videos and like vlogs, like I get real like, authentic and I'm like, Hey guys, and I'll put a pink scrunchie in my hair. Why? Because it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. But know what happens when you're uncomfortable? Growth. Right. When we go to the gym, what do we do? Do, do we get comfortable as fuck? Yeah, if you want to make if you want to make progress, you yeah. got to get uncomfortable. If you go to Planet Fitness and you just eat pizza and dance around, like and have fun, then you're not going to make progress. Right? But, there's no change. But, there's no change. So, so when you get uncomfortable, there's growth, right? There's physical or mental. And I think that's where I, you know, I try to I push the envelope to where I'm like, listen, I'm trying to show guys like, yes, you can be this, but you can also be, you know, a father and cry at Frozen 2. Yeah. you know what I mean. For like,
0: sure. Oh, dude, how to train your dragon. Right. Those those movies kill me, bro. I'm like, Oh, I swear he's talking to me. This guy wrote it for me.
1: (laughs) And I love it. I love all of it. You know what I mean? And that's where I think people need to like, you can't keep putting people in a box.
0: Yeah. Well, you you know, know, it's funny. It's easy. and, And I don't even get mad at the dudes that get out and, and, and stay in that comfortable bubble of training, of, of, of developing the force of, you know, like, cool, that's cool. But that's not for everyone. Like, I love Jocko, but yeah. Jocko's not for everyone. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. No. no. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like there's guys out there that are like, man, they're pinnacles in our community and they're, and they're pinnacles for the, for the rest of the world. Cause you need guys that, that, that do that. But then there's, but when those guys become the front runners of the community, it makes us all it makes other people outside of our right. community think that we're all like that. And it was like right? we're not. You know what I mean? Like no, yeah, we're human beings. Fucking like a motherfucker, bro.
1: Like you know? did did a job, human beings. Was it tough? Absolutely. Are yeah. we tough? Sure. Maybe at yeah. one yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, know what I mean? Mom, but
0: Yeah. My mom's walking in the background. Hey, mom, I'm doing a podcast, damn it.
1: <laughs> mom, me low mom. Mom, oh, what the hell, mom? <laughs> <I'm
0: doing> pod- <laughs> mom, the coffee is cold. I need more coffee.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding, mom. I love you. Don't throw your slipper. Yeah,
0: the chocolate comes. Yeah. Oh, funny. Um, but, but dude, like, so on that line is like, um, you know, I have people talking about it on the Mayans, and they're like, oh, Rocco's just a big teddy bear, and it's funny to me because I'm like, I am, I am. But I'd still fuck someone up if I had to. You of know what course, I mean? Like, there, 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 there's this yeah. side of me. Like, I am the lover and the fighter, and that's okay. You know what right. I mean?
1: And that's the biggest thing. That's what like I try to tell people. You know, especially through YouTube and, and and through the media side, is like it's not one size fit all. You know, they always ask me, "What's the best pair of boots? What's the gun? Well, it's the yeah. personality. What's the mindset? It's it, it's none of that. It's the best tool for
0: the, for the job. Yeah. Shooter preference. Right. It's, it, yeah. it's the best tool for the job and then for the person. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, dude, go look at a, any other, any SWAT team, tactical team. Not everyone wears their gear the same dude. You no. know what I'm saying? Like I like my stuff on my hips or I tried it on my back one mission. And I was like, that sucked like a motherfucker. I'm gonna change it. up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my it's kit the, was like, it's the same thing in life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Well, shit, man, you've done some really dope stuff recently, man. But the, one of the coolest things I've seen, and I, I, like, I,
1: you just found out that I did IVF as well. Like, I didn't even know. I just, just found out before we started.
0: I know. And that's crazy, dude, because like, so, how was that experience, bro?
1: So for me, um, are you following the HRT series that I'm doing on YouTube? No. Are you oh, doing yeah. an HRT? So yeah, you had to change I- your system. I came, so I've been actually doing HRT for six years. Um, it's, nice. it's, it's it's in the book and everything. Excommunicated um, warrior, but uh, but I never came out. Other than the book, yeah, I never came out publicly on video and said, "Hey, I've been on the juice for six yeah. years." You yeah. know what I mean, and um, so I, I did. I, I this was an, this was the the right opportunity for me to package it and explain it um and the way that I that I wanted to yeah um so that it got that it got received in a healthy way so
0: crazy you're talking about this right now but go ahead so i tell you, I'm gonna tell you. Go ahead.
1: so because i came um because we you know Allie and i had to do ivf because yeah. i had a vasectomy yep so reversal at my age and how long i've had a vasectomy was kind of out of the question urologist was like it's going to fail it's going to be painful like let's not right. do it let's do a sperm aspiration but the problem with that is i had to come off testosterone for a certain amount of time now i've been on for like almost six years yeah but that was a rough eight months yeah rough eight months yeah um you know but we got through it we got through it and uh did the surgery and uh so super successful they got like one and a half million sperm out of one testy
0: yeah
1: so well, let, let me just hold on let me like break this down so everybody gets real uncomfortable while they're listening yeah, to this. what a sperm aspiration does is and this is literally verbatim, the words from the urologist, assertion. he goes, what we're going to do is make a sizable, a sizable uh, incision in your uh, scrotum. And then we're going to go into your testy and then we're going to go to the epideminis and then we're going to make multiple incisions in that epididymis and get all the sperm out. Jesus. Uh, yeah, that's what, that's, what, that's what I said. Yeah, so, th- so it was almost like you had a vasectomy times two now right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, a trip,
0: so- I'm gonna trip you out, dude. I'm gonna trip you out on my story, but go ahead.
1: So, so, so I'm like, oh, so that's not big. It's like, uh, the surgery is like having a vasectomy, which is not a big deal. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, yeah.
0: you're watching as they burn your balls.
1: Yeah. In and out, you know what <laughs> I mean? No big deal. And he, and he laughs. He goes, oh no, it's much worse.
0: Oh. <laughs> it's,
1: it's much worse. I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool.
0: So how long are you out for?
1: Um, I was just out for the surgery a couple hours. Yeah. Um, they go in there and do it, but they are able to know like right then. Um, and then what they do is they take that sperm, put it in the, in the, in the mm-hmm. chamber, freeze it. Um, and then out, once that was done, we knew everything was like solid. Uh, Allie started waiting, her. Waiting for Allie's, yep. they started the whole process, which she's yep. been documenting and we've been posting on, on that. And then actually, uh, Today we did the retrieval this morning, so she's laid up right Sweet. now recovering. So, we've so we'll got talk it. about
0: that right now. Give me one thing second. I'm going to back okay, up a little go bit. Good. So I'm on T.R.T. as well. I've been doing it now for about for about two years. Just after it's actually under a year and a half now. It's just after season one of Mayans. I, I got connected with a group that they, they call them Core Medical Group. This is who I use. Mean, yeah,
1: it's I've right? heard of them. Yeah. So
0: Core Medical, and so you know they ship it direct to my house, all that stuff. But um. You know, me and you talk about like how much that's helped—not just physically, but mentally, emotionally. 100%. Like, it's crazy. And so I've been it talking about crazy. it on my podcast. I've been talking about my podcast, and I've had probably twenty guys say, "Bro, you were right." I'm like, "Yeah, dude." Like, the misconception of what TRT is—you yeah. know—people are fucking thinking like, "Oh, you're taking steroids." Like, no, motherfucker, this isn't fucking—you know—this isn't trend. This isn't Deca. This isn't You know, what I mean, any of these other things. No, this is just what you should normally have in your fucking body. You right. know what I mean? And that's the crazy thing is that guys are still uncomfortable with the concept. And then you got the guys like, I'm not going to stick a needle on my leg. I'm like, cool, bro, whatever. Like,
1: so, so, so be sad. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. Be
0: depressed. Yeah. And, and then yeah. keep, keep texting me like, bro, I can't figure it out. Yeah. Because your hormones are fucked, dude. That's why. Yeah. Right. Fucking wake up. Yeah. So we went through the same process, but so I'm very fortunate being in Salt Lake City in, in by chance that, um, you know, I talked to them. I said, I said the, the doctor I have is Dr. Hoteling. who this guy's like published he's freaking he's a stud in the men's health world excellent and i said all right bro here's my background you know i've done this 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 and i'm scared i probably don't have any you know any any semen left you know what i mean because yeah. uh, my my, my was 10 years ago you know what i mean same process why Why put myself through all this pain why put her through so much pain and then instead we can just do in vitro so that's why we went the same route yeah and, um, he's like, no, man, just got, I had to adjust. I had to take a blood test and adjusted my HCG levels. Yeah. So I didn't go off t- TRT completely. I went all the way down to, um, uh, what is it? 0.5, something like that. I don't know. Just like half a
1: little, a little bit, a little bit. And then, and then up through HCG through HCG through the roof.
0: Yeah. Right? And then we did another test. They said, we're good to go. Right. That my HCG levels where they think that we should be fine. Boom. They went in, dude, they didn't cut. He just put a some kind of he he he's this crazy dude, right? He did this no, needle.
1: Yeah, he did a uh, an actual aspiration. Yeah. with a needle. Yeah, I was not a candidate for it. Yeah, damn, crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, I th- I think it was the because of the time because it had been thirteen years for me. Oh yeah. Um, and I think it'd been ha- because of how long I've been on TRT. Yeah. So there was a couple different factors that they couldn't do that, so they had to go in there and just they had like, to go
0: all in, fillet, shred-
1: <laughs> yeah, <flair. laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my god! I remember I I woke up. You know, you're all drugged up, and I was like, "Did you get any dog? And He's like, "I did." I was like, "Thank God!" And then thank we went. God. To, yeah, thank God, man, because I would have felt really bad if I if I couldn't. You know, we couldn't have kids because of me. You know what yeah. I mean? Because of bad decisions and and you know you know all the dumb stuff. You know, I was like,
1: I'm right wanna, there with you. I, I, I'm I right, didn't want to yeah, yeah. get it, and I yeah. didn't want
0: to feel like I'm. The, I, I fucked it up for her. You know what yeah. I mean? So the fact that they were able to get anything, I was like, thank God, you know? Um, and then, yeah, you go into, now you're doing, you're getting her body ready for, for egg retrieval, which means you're pretty much putting them, they're, they're, they're going to be, you're giving them all kinds of medication every damn day to make sure that their levels are at a perfect level so that their, their, their eggs are ready to be received on the day. It's, they.
1: It's crazy, isn't it? That well, like the science, nuts. the science behind it? Keeping nuts. like all the, like keeping you know, growing all those eggs and then keeping them from ovulating so they don't drop. And then like yeah. trigger shots. And it's, it's a, it's a miracle, man. Well, Like crazy. 24
0: hours. Yeah. A trigger shot. You take this trigger shot and 24 hours from that, you, you test positive for pregnancy, but you're not pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. What? How does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> dude. So we went through the whole process, dude. And that's awesome, man. Wait until, so did they retrieve eggs? It's
1: today, this morning.
0: Good. So right awesome. now,
1: as as we speak, my little floaters, I don't even call them swimmers anymore. They're just yeah. floaters. Yeah. Like fat, guy, fat guys in a pool just hanging out drinking He's a beer. Hanging out
0: waiting.
1: Yeah. So they, they're actually fertilizing the 11 eggs right now as we speak.
0: 11. Perfect. 11. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. And, and so then, what happens is then they're going to tell you the quality of each one that's fertilized. Right. And then they're going to tell you which one they believe is the best quality. And that's the one they're most likely going to go ahead and-
1: yeah, Cape I told him, I said, yeah. I said, find the egg that's like six foot four, 240 pounds. Like that's. <laughs> do you any, yeah. Do you have any Olympic gold medals in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. Put that, put that guy in. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, is there a, a
0: six foot seven black dude in there in that freezer somewhere? Can you just use that one instead? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll, I'll take you know, I'll take a number one draft pick for the NFL. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude. So then they tell you the quality, right? And so I'm going to tell you what fucked up me and Christy. Like, so we have three that are awesome, right? So we used the one. And okay. they, they implanted. Um, and then, I mean, dude, just that process was crazy because she's just sitting on a table. Like everyone in there doesn't care, but I care. Cause like, she's just sitting there in the table with their legs on the spears, the the spirit, whatever they're called. And, uh, and they're just like, Oh yeah, we're going to go ahead and, and they're doing it. And they're all just like looking and I'm like, Oh my God, like, this is uncomfortable. I've seen <laughs> pornos like this, bro. Like why, what are we doing? You know what I mean? But it's such a you know it's it's their business. They're super pumped about that day because they know they're going to give someone a, potentially a baby.
1: Yeah, and so it's this really cool, beautiful and, thing, and, and they're super confident, like they've got this thing down to like a science.
0: Oh, and- they figured that's why they don't put multiple all the time anymore. They're like, well, yeah. we don't need to. We figured it out. You know? yeah. yeah, and so um, you know, Christy's Christy's pregnant. She's actually four months tomorrow. Crazy, awesome, crazy, and so to think all the process we went through—it's just been beautiful. And um, the funniest thing is, like, now we have two more that are frozen. Yep. And my head is like, bro, those are kids. Like, are- yeah. what am I gonna do now? Like, they're they're not, but they are, right? You know. And so that's been messing with me, bro.
1: So what, check this out. So what I, it just hit me and it's like common sense, but it hit me. So I, you know, I, I think we're going to get like seven or eight out of the 11. This um, is, this is, would be my guess. But um, so what hit me was, and we plan, we're planning on having more than one. Good. You know, so what, what was fascinating to me is the actual conception of them yeah. was all the same time. So if we have two kids the actual conception of those two kids happened at the same exact time. They were created at the same yeah. time. They were just have different birth dates, Crazy. But, but their creation date is yeah. the exact same day. Oh, isn't that smokes. wild?
0: So there's like an old soul.
1: <laughs> that's what, that's what, that's what Ali said. She goes, she goes, so I wonder if the second one, will have an old soul because it's actually been living in there for two years.
0: Like it already has, it already has consciousness or something, yeah. right? Like, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Whoa. You know, dude, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Cause you know, like financially, dude, I can't, I can't, there's no way I can do another kid after this one. Right. Like I could probably, yeah. I don't know. But it's like
1: uh, don't don't say that you don't know you, you don't know. know. But next thing you know, you and the Rock could be doing you know doing the next action movie. Or oh something.
0: man, I've I've given up on that dream, dude. <laughs> Giving up on that dream, man. <laughs> no, man. So it's a beautiful process. I'm glad you guys are going through it, dude. It's 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 emotional. It's tough, and and uh, my my wife is scared of needles, so it was even harder just to deal oh, with. Man. It was like impossible, you know. And then I flew down here to film, so I had to call my boy, you know, um, um, Carlos, dude from Beyond. Yeah. Yeah. He's, do, he's doing shots for her. Him and his wife are there doing the shots for her. He goes, I feel like I'm part of this whole thing. I'm like, you are, bro. I appreciate right. it. Yeah, you are. Yeah. It's been crazy, dude, but I'm happy for you guys. Um, when do you guys know for I- implant? When do you guys know?
1: Uh, Sunday is the plan as of right now. Cool. Yeah, so cool. Sunday and then you know the deal. We just...
0: And it's just wait and then, and, you wait. know, and hopefully the body takes. And there's so many good things about the medication they put them on. It's just, it makes their... Um, their uterus ready to receive and hold you know and so it's like yeah. the best case scenario really every time you know what I mean? right. because because she's never had really a problem or never tried to have a kid right there's never been anything wrong with her right and that you've had kids and so it's kind of one of those things where like well there's not fertility issues it's just the fact that you have your surgery done you know what I mean and yeah, so it was, it was all me yeah
1: she's completely healthy she had a very very thick uh, uterus like something like yeah. 15 millimeters yeah so it's like every, she, they they all go they look at her and they go, Man, you're one hundred percent perfect. Yeah. Like better good. than perfect.
0: Yeah, good man. So I'm
1: so. I'm the problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's my whole life. Huh?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well shit, yeah, man. man. Tell tell me about what's the future for you, man? Where where are you guys headed to? What what's the you know, where all the business because I know you're doing some film work. Right. Yeah. You're doing some is it documentary work kind of kind of?
1: Yeah, I mean it's on the documentary side. I mean, I and I still I still talk to, you know. I guess you call it mainstream studios. So we've got some things in the works of different projects and stuff. But uh, you know, you know how that is. It's always yeah. project-based things that are always in the, you know, I've got like four people who who knows what will take off and you've yeah. live that li- you've lived that life. Um, but always always progressing with that and then always, you know, we'll continue to progress with uh with YouTube and media and um growing things. And um I, I don't know I don't like Like the five year plan mentality. Cause if I look back at five five years ago and I I would have tried to plan where I'm sitting now, it it never would have happened. You know, no, no, yeah. I don't, I don't, not a real thing. I, so, so my thought behind it is just hard work. Yeah. An extreme amount of, you know, like work harder every day and uh, just go forward. Yeah. Just keep moving forward and and let's see where the road takes us.
0: What what do you think about like when someone messages you and says, Hey, man, I want to do what you're doing? What's your answer to them, dude?
1: Uh, I'm already doing it. Just do, yeah. do you, man. Just Bro, do you.
0: I, get, I got a guy today. I want to be an actor. That's a cool man. Do it. Yeah, do it. Yeah. That's the craziest thing, right? So guys, and guys, whatever the fuck they want to do, whether they want to be an influencer, whether they want to be a public speaker, whether they want to be an author, right? Whether they want to right. be whatever the fuck it is. And they hit me up for the information. I'm like, dude, you the fact that you're hitting me up, you're, you're not ready, dude. Right. Do it.
1: Fucking do it. do it, dude. Like, yeah. go fucking. That's, that's one of my biggest responses to, like, the hundreds of messages that I get a day is, they're like, hey, I want to do this. Um, I'm thinking about this or this. But my parents want me to do this. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What do you want to do? Well, I want to do this. Execute.
0: And fucking do it.
1: Yeah, execute. What are you waiting on? You're like, oh, oh, yeah, okay.
0: Hey, man, I'm just, uh, I'm going to be going to selection. Any Any words of advice? Don't quit. That's what I tell. Don't quit. That's it. I, won't, I won't even answer to them after that. They're, they're like, dude, what do, you, what do you want me to do, bro? I have nothing for you, but don't quit because that's
1: really how you do it. Get in shape. Don't quit. Don't quit. Yeah. You know what you got to do? Don't quit. You fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I'll see you on the other side.
0: It's crazy, man. Like the veteran community. Is is and I, t- I I vent to you about this all the time. Like man, I, I I get so mad at my own community. I love them so much, but I get so mad bro, at my own
1: community. Right, bro. I just did a video. I a couple people hit me up, and uh, you know they were kind of down in the dumps, and I kind of said I kind of said them to them straight. I'm like, whoa, whoa, dude. Like, you're telling me you were because you know they give you like the laundry list mm-hmm. first, yeah. of, like everything they did, right you now. Here's my here's my resume and a paragraph. You my D214. And then they talk about like, yeah, here's my D214. And then they start talking about all like the problems they're having. Yeah. Cool 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 cool. So uh what are you doing about it? Well, you know, nothing. Cool. Oh, well, yeah. Nothing gets nothing, bro. It's so, it's So I, so I kind of went off on him and I'm like, "Listen, dude, like you know, if you're doing nothing, that's gonna get you nothing. If you're not kind of trying to change what your current situation is, then your situation is not gonna change. So, like, let me get this straight. You were this badass Ranger warrior, and now you're gonna let civilian life cripple you when you wouldn't let the Taliban, fucking Al Qaeda, insurgents, none of those guys would, would crush you. But all of a sudden civilian life is just too much to handle. Give me yeah. a fucking give me a break, bro. Bro, like like, I, yeah,
0: I did the same. I I had a phone call with a guy. Yeah.
1: And this Go is ahead. what he says. He goes, he goes, Oh man, you know, I, you know, watching your stuff. I, I expected more from you. I, but I guess it's just same, the same old, you know, veteran, non veteran, tough guy, nonsense.
0: I would have lost my shit. I lost
1: especially it. For, especially
0: from you, from you, like, Oh wait, dude, I, I'm not that guy.
1: Like, Uh, are you for real dude like you you what do you want me to do coddle you oh i'm so sorry that you're depressed here's my violin for you and no it's crazy bro if you're on the couch and you're miserable get the fuck off the couch and go outside go go meet somebody go the vfw go fucking do something go to the gym but if you're just sitting there being miserable and you don't do anything then that's all you're gonna get i'm not gonna coddle you
0: it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. I had a phone call with Joe. I said, "You know what? I'm so fucking mad because he said, like, bro, I just, I just feel so bad.' I mean, I can't, I can't live because my buddies died in fucking seven years ago." I said, "Oh, really?" So give me a call. He gave my number. I said, "Listen, motherfucker, this motherfucker, I'm gonna fucking talk to you." I was so mad. I said, "Fucking seven years ago, you tell me you haven't accepted the fact that they fucking died, and the fact that you can't do shit the fuck about it, but live for them." You're telling me you're going to sit here so and bitch about it.
1: Yeah. You wasted seven years of life. Yeah. They, no, no. They died and you wasted seven years of life on their name. That's yeah. fucked.
0: And you're telling me you couldn't fucking do something with your life to make them proud because just so you know, they can't do it anymore, bro. They yeah. sacrificed for something they believed in. And you're going to sit here and fucking allow yourself to die that day too. What the fuck? You selfish fuck. That's what I, was yeah. I said. You selfish fuck. You, selfish, you got fucking breath in your lungs and you're complaining about it motherfucker. I was so mad, bro. I'm like, you fuck, dude. Because that's how I see it, bro. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, you, you and I see it the same. Like, all I can do is exist and I can do it in the best fucking way possible. But if I sit here and bitch about it, like, dude, there's times where
1: I'm like, ah, fuck,
0: this sucks, right? Like, Of course,
1: of course. Uh, you know but I mean? we're, on, we're on borrowed time.
0: Like that's we, all it is. The fact,
1: the fact that I'm sitting here and you you were sitting here having this conversation means I'm blessed and I've, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm lucky yeah. to be here. So why, not, so why not use it for something? Make dude. it worth it.
0: Every anniversary date of your buddy's deaths, if that's what's holding you up, should be a celebration of how much you've accomplished since then. Yeah. Like, hey, bro, this is what I did. I hope you're proud. Hey, bro, yeah. this is what I, I've done.
1: Have a beer and like have a conversation. Hey, bro, since you've been gone, this is what I've been knocking it out. Thanks. That's
0: it. Yeah. For you. Yeah. For me. Yeah. For fucking us. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I don't know how the concept is is so fucking hard to understand. Like, like, I've done like, yeah, that cool. I'm on TV. I can give two fucks about that. It's really like, you know what I like is people saying, bro, it's dope to see a veteran doing that. It makes me want to do it. Like, good. That's good. what it's for. Perfect. That's what it's for. Right. And I hope every fucking veteran after me is fucking 10, 20 times, a hundred times better than me. Like I'm not trying to be fucking the guy that's fucking oh, above everyone. They, no,
1: they will be when, when we're in our fifties, we'll look back and look at these guys and be like, dude, the guys are crushing They're way, way above what we were yeah. back then. Yeah.
0: yeah. If all I am is the first guy to fucking breach the wall, which I'm not, so there's plenty of other fucking dudes have done Absolutely. it. But if I'm maybe the one who's well known fine because of the YouTube prior, but if all I am is the do that breach the wall for everyone else. Good. Fuck dude. Fuck. Let's go.
1: Somebody has got to open the door.
0: God damn it, man. It's just been a frustrating time. Like it's good though. Like to talking to guys like you. Cause, cause for me, it's like, um, there's, I wish there was more in the community that had a voice that used it in that way. You know what I'm saying? With you yeah. and Co- I think Cody, Cody's another dude I really like. I like watching his stuff because it's different than us, but it's it's this it's a similar message, which is so cool.
1: And it and it's hard because you know what guys fall in the trap of is, and I'm not knocking the you know the veteran comedians by any means. I I, I think it's all hilarious. And I think that what they're doing out there is great for themselves and everything. But if you're going to take that line like what I'm ta- what we're right. talking about, um, not everybody wants to hear that shit. Yeah, they they want to laugh and then they want to like. Go back to what they were doing.
0: Well, look at social media growth. Yeah. I don't grow. I'm okay with that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, I, don't I think
1: a- I and I don't think that's 100 percent true. I think it's it's a you know, anything that blows up, let's look at a stock, right? Yeah. An- anything that blows up like that doesn't have it doesn't have a strong foundation and ain't gonna last. Correct. But if you slow just, slow growth. If you can just fucking grind and grind and grind, yeah. Most some of the most successful people out there. Look at you know. Look at your idol, if you want to if you want to call him that, the Rock. Yeah. You know, if you really study that man, if you really study his career and what he's done, oh, everybody's no. like, oh, the Rock's blown up. No, bro, the Rock's been fucking at this for a couple decades. Yeah, and he's had a lot of setbacks and he's had a lot of failure. What he's done is he's never fucking quit, and yeah. he has just grinded that shit out. And he's been very, very smart of who he surrounds himself with. Yeah, nothing's happened overnight for that. If if somebody well, walked well. up to me and be like. Bro, fucking congratulations. You're an overnight success. He'd probably punch you in the mouth. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? It so takes time. Man. About, yeah, yeah. When we talk about growth and success, the the, the ones long-term, long-term yeah. success is slow growth, man. It's, yeah. that, it's that graph that just goes up, 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 up. There's no spikes. It's yeah. just forward, forward and up. Like- Who's
0: the guy that you look up to or at least someone that you look at and say, dude, he's, he's a good influence for the community. Like that's a good, that's a good one.
1: Um, let's, of course, you know, Dwayne Johnson's the the first one. So I've I've actually, yeah. So if, and actually in my master's class, I'm in a master's business, uh, entertainment master's program right now. And, uh, so the past two classes I've had to write papers and really do some research and, uh, and, and, and not just do research, but look at, look at, um, so Robert Green wrote a book. You, you, you should, you would dig this one is the the 48 laws of power. Um, Uh, I think I read it. Really? I think I have. I gotta, look at the, I gotta look. I gotta look at the cover. But go ahead. Yeah. So the forty-eight laws of power. So there's some really dope, like really dope laws in there, and, and, and traits of of you know, you know what it takes to be you know the Steve Jobs, the Bill Gates, the Jane mm-hmm. Johnsons, right? Like if you if you analyze these different these different people of who's who in the zoo, and then you start looking at these like traits and laws, you're like, oh shit, execute, execute, execute.
0: Yeah.
1: So one of them is like, for instance. Um, surround yourself with your enemies, hire your enemies because your enemies would be the most loyal to you. So what does uh, this, what does this dude do? He hires his ex-wife to be his manager. If that ain't some fucking balls. Oof, I couldn't do you it. Ima- you know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. No, but I can do but it.
1: It's, right. But instead, so instead of having an enemy, that's a, that's an opposing, uh, an opposing yeah. force to you. He's brought these people in. He's brought them into his circle because now they're invested and in their success is his success and his success is their success. Brilliant. And it goes, furthermore, guess who his strength trainer is? Who? His, new, his ex-wife's new husband. Goodness. Who's the CEO of the CEO of Seven Bucks Production? Yeah. His, ex, his ex-wife's brother. Jesus. He's surrounded himself by the people that could hate him the most.
0: He just pays them. Like, you guys got a living because of me? you guys make sure that my life is good. Let's all move this boat in the same direction.
1: Isn't that amazing? <clears throat> it's crazy. credit. And, and I started of think, cause like, you, like hire your ex-wife. Are you fucking <laughs> high? Like, <laughs> you
0: kidding me, bro? She, she's the first un, uh, unlike and thumbs down on every YouTube thing I post. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like if, and I had to th- cause I think the same way, but I had to look at it. I had to think about it. I'm like, okay, if we're really gonna move this needle, if I'm, what's the difference between like success here and fucking greatness, yeah. Right. Again, it's getting uncomfortable doing things that necessarily are uncomfortable to you. But, and I'm not saying hire your ex-wife. do don't, don't Yeah. Abide. Sometimes that just doesn't work. Yeah. But well, it, con- yeah. You probably don't have the skill sets
0: either way. You know, you never. Right. Know.
1: Exactly. But the concept of of taking that person that might hate you, and then mm-hmm. bringing him in and making him a partner, mm-hmm. like the the thought process of that is the next mm-hmm. level shit that people people are not are not comfortable doing. But no, that's, that's but the people that have executed that and done that, those are the difference between like, you know, yeah. the Steve Jobs of the world.
0: It's crazy, man. You know, like, you know, the reason I, I kind of went towards this direction, like I guess one of the most underlining reasons why I decided to go into the, the actual acting and try it mm-hmm. was because I saw the influence of social media and how it helps a lot of guys or it could hurt, whatever, right? I just saw the influence, the power. As in, right. and, and I wanted to have that power to influence the veteran community in a positive way, in a way that I think would be healthiest for them, I guess. Yeah. And I didn't see social media really being the biggest platform. I saw mainstream media actors and actresses had the biggest social media platform. It was like one, one to the other. And so that's kind of the approach I decided to take. I said, you know what? I'll get the biggest influence by going mainstream and, and getting the biggest following and and, and all all over and then turn around and feed it right back to the veteran community. That was my mindset. But then I realized how hard that is. And also I I felt like I'm, I'm focusing so much on the veteran community when I feel veterans need to accept the fact that once we get out, we're also civilians. Right. And right. And so like, I think I was feeding the beast. I was feeding the, the same concept that I'm trying to get guys to stop thinking about and just be accepting right. like, Hey, we're all human. We're all in this world together. We're all trying to find success. Close My, the damn
1: chapter yeah, and start right. writing a new one. Right. So, you, so know, you know, Kirk's, Kirk's a good friend of yours. I introduced you guys. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually linking up with him tomorrow. We're going to go, we're doing a four hour leadership lecture to uh, the chiefs association of Oregon and um, police chiefs. Yeah. Awesome opportunity to be like a, a prior felon. Yeah. Then, which is so and then, cool. Yeah. And now I'm getting the, the talk to, to a group of chiefs, which is, is awesome. But, um, so, oh man, I forgot what I was going to say. That was, I, I lost it. Um, what we're, are we talking about?
0: We're talking about how, um, the civilian mindset, like, like,
1: yeah, no, so, that, that yeah. so, so Kirk called me and he said, Hey, you know, we, I'm, I'm going to this first breakfast of this Rangers, these Rangers. And I said, okay. And, uh, he's like, you know, it's on this date and, you know, it's, it's kind of out of the way and I, I, I don't want to do it, but I felt like I had to, because, and this is what he said. I was afraid that or he goes, he goes, I'm going to go to this breakfast because I'm afraid that if, if I don't go, all that's going to be is these Rangers talking about the glory days of being a Ranger yeah and not oh, what really- they're planning to do or not what they're currently doing. So I come back, he goes and he comes, he calls me and I said, okay, how'd it how go? Like, you know, and, and for those of listening, Kirk's a ranger, Kirk's a ranger as well, but
0: back yep, former in, like, ranger back in the day, yeah, and he's an in incredible public speaker and motivational yeah. speaker.
1: Um, and I said, so how'd it go? He's like, as expected, yeah. it was, it was a bunch of rangers sitting around having breakfast, talking about the glory days. So yeah. I intervened and, and you know, he did, he pulled his, How he does his thing, pulled, pulled his rabbit out of a hat and, and, and try to get them to say, try to get them to think that what we're talking about is like, okay, that's a chapter. What are you guys currently doing? What's your hopes and dreams? What's going on right now? What's, what are you yeah. doing in the future? Like, yeah. that was cool. You guys are all badasses. Cool. Yeah. Let's let's put that in a box and let's talk about now and let's talk about the future. And uh, he he, he kind of got them uncomfortable and, and, and wanted well, it, to get them to, you know, start talking about what they wanted to do.
0: Yeah. Well, It's funny because, like, what's the easy, the easiest thing to do? is the hardest days are behind me. That's the easiest right. mindset to take. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of saying, you know, the hardest days are still forward. And then V6 like you know, the hardest days are still coming. You know, like, that's a hard thought process. And people, Absolutely. they don't want to accept that, right? They don't want, right. people they don't want to accept it. Like, they have to start over and find some success somewhere else. And so, like, they all hold on to the hardest days behind them. And it's like, right. that should, that's the wrong ma- mindset. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and it's, it's like that old adage of like peaking in high school.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. Want
1: the, the greatest thing that I ever did was be, you know, be in the military.
0: So I tell people like, don't be the Albany of, uh, of, of the veteran community. Right. Four scored, four right. touchdowns four scored touchdowns in high school once. Like, cool. Cool. He's a fuck. Yeah. It's like the cab yeah. driver in basic training was telling me like, Hey bro, I was a ranger. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> fuck don't say that. Like that's all you got out as a ranger and now you're a cab driver in Benning, bro. That's dis. that's depressing to me. And it it is what it is. You don't know what he went through. Got it. I don't know. He might've been an addiction and this and that. And now he's doing something good. Cool. But for me, I always thought like being a ranger is going to help me fucking find myself and do more. You know what I mean? Right. I can't knock anyone for whatever fucking job they take, but that fucked my head up. Like just being honest, like that was like, of course. Oh man. Yeah.
1: It's but you know hard. what, that, that's, I think that's people, I think that's people settling. It's like me basically saying the only thing that I can do when I leave the military is just teach people how to do basic pistol,
0: Yeah.
1: you know, or yeah. like do security shit. Like, right. That's, that's it. That, that's me saying that's, that's, that's all I'm good for. That's who I am. That's all I'm good for. That's what the good Lord very, put me in
0: for. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's very limiting. And, it, when, and I think, unfortunately, I think people accept it. People go, oh, okay, that's what it is. Because they, like, they like the
0: hardest day being, being behind them.
1: And I, I just refuse. Mm-hmm. I refuse. I refuse. Same, I refuse that that is going to be my identity or that's what people are going to think right. about me.
0: Like, I, re- I refuse for Hollywood to accept the fact that because I have tattoos on my neck, that I'm the bad guy and everything. I mean, right. serious. I refuse that. Like people tell me like, bro, you, you can be the next like Danny Trejo. I'm like, I love that dude. But that's not my career. You know what I'm yeah. saying?
1: Yeah. No,
0: my, it's not my career. I want to be the guy that when I'm on, scene, I'm on set and I'm I'm doing a scene, you don't see the tattoos, bro. You see the pain in my eyes, right? Yeah. You see the emotion that I'm trying to convey. That's the fucking acting I showed up here for. Not to be the dude in the back of the room fucking saying one line. It's like everyone has a beginning point, right? Everyone has a start. And that's where I'm at, right? I'm still in the beginning of my career. But like, please don't don't ever think that that's all i ever want right like i'm not here to fucking and see, you know
1: and see like that's what that's what's going to happen is like you're going to you went from the from the rangers and you're going to be like and then bortac well that's 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 who that's who you know that's who you, you are you're yeah. a tactical guy you're yeah. in the rangers then you're in you know bortac and then you're like that's yeah. that's it right um and then you get into acting and they're like oh well now now he's exactly. the – He's an actor, but he's, but he's the bad guy. He's the he's yeah. a guy, the one liner bad guy. Like people are going to always try to put you in a box. Always. Yep. And then, and if you allow it to happen, if you allow someone else or a, yeah. a group of people to put you in a box, you will stay there.
0: Yeah. No, and it's, it, sometimes there's comfort in that box, right? Like, look, I can sit of here and be course. the bad guy my of whole course. life and make 200 K a year. Right. Sure. As, as an actor, as a bad guy, Hey bro, I'm in. I mean,
1: Hey, you know what? If that's you, if you're comfortable being in that box and yeah. you, you like it, have at it, bro. Like there's nothing wrong with that.
0: But I'm a fucking, I'm an, I'm an idiot. Cause I can't, I'm never comfortable with that.
1: But if, <laughs> if, here's, the, here's the problem. Don't complain yeah. about wanting to be outside that box when you're not doing anything about it.
0: 100%. It's yeah. like,
1: it's like, it's like complaining about not having enough money, but you don't got, you don't got a side hustle. You don't, you know, you're not doing yeah. anything about it. I just, I wish I could get, I wish I had more money. Well what are you doing? Well, nothing. Well absolutely nothing. I'm hoping yeah. it's gonna grow from a tree. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. That's you know, that's my, my my whole struggle here with this acting was like Hollywood doesn't see me as, as what I know I can be because it's just like, you know, it, it, they play to oh, the masses just, of
1: Yeah, but you're just getting warmed up. Like yeah. I see, and I've seen that from if you remember, yeah. I I saw that before range fifteen. Yeah. I saw that before, way before I was like, oh, he's just getting more like this, like out of, you know, I'm, yeah. I, mean, I don't mean to throw people on the bus, but out of all those people in that movie, you, you and a couple others stood way above the others and in your, in your ability to um, not just act, but your ability to move forward yeah. and to prove stereotypes wrong. And I noticed that and uh, just like with the public speaking, I, like, I, I was able to see that. I was like, if, if he pushes this, there's something there. Yeah. And, uh, so just like with everything you have going on now, I mean, you're just really, you just opened the door, just open the door.
0: No, I appreciate it, man. It's great. The last public speaking we did with um that expo, Vet expo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: right? That one was like an eye opener for me. I felt really, I'm like, man, I need to do more of this. You know what I mean? I just really, I had a good time and it was a good feeling. And then just being, being open like that to a bunch of people who were like, I had so many people come up to me and like, bro, that changed a lot of the way I think. And I was like, fuck, dude, that's the kind of influence I want, right? Like I want it, but you know, that's the shit that motivates me to do more, right? That's what motivates, that's why I'm doing what I do is for those, those little comments that I'm like, good, I'm helping,
1: you know? And that's, and that's where I think people sometimes also get lost is they don't know what their purpose and their mission statement is. For sure. And, uh, and that's something I had to go through too. I had to look at and uh, luckily uh, Kirk actually recommended a book, uh, where are you going to be in five years? Ironically enough, which, cause I don't I agree with it, but what that book did do is it, it's a it's not really about where you're going to be in five years. It's more of like a self-assessment of who you are yeah. and what you want to be. Right? right. It's like really, really like asking yourself some hard questions. And, uh, through that book I is what came up with my mission statement. And when you come up, when you figure out your life's mission statement, dude, things get real fucking clear. Yeah. Like the direction and, and like, Hey, does this line up with my passion and my mission statement? Yeah. Because if it does, it's easy execution.
0: Yeah. If it
1: doesn't, It's a time suck. If if it doesn't line up with your mission, you're gonna feel it right here. Like, why why the fuck am I doing this? Like that, I'm wasting my time. It's like pulling me away from the things I need to be doing. And uh, so that's you know I think it's called it's it's got a big five on it. Red book. It's like uh know, where are you gonna be in five years? Book, but and you wrote your short
0: in your book. We're about to wrap this up anyway. But your book is is the um, excommunicated warrior.
1: Excommunicated warrior.
0: Yeah. And, and then you also have several prep books for, for yeah. anyone that's interested in getting into the Marine special operations. Well, right? The,
1: yeah. Kind of across the board. So recon, um, we have a bunch of different protocols, uh, assessment selection for MARSOC and then even just basic entry level, you know, yeah, basic training. Um, and then some, you know, some daily workout stuff, but yeah, we've, we've done that. But excommunicated warrior, man, that's, that's kind of my story of leaving, um, special operations and and, and working with veterans. And I realized, you know, I started with I started doing public speaking with veterans, and then I went to I started actually getting asked, you know, same as you, to talk to like companies and civilians. they yeah. wanted to hear what I'd say, and I realized that this transition from one thing to a next was not really a veteran issue. We think no. is. we no. we think that we're like super special butterflies, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's you know, the problem.
0: We all think we're better. We're, we're yeah. the most important thing in fucking earth. Like no, motherfucker. But,
1: but the truth is, there's dudes that are out there working for UPS for twenty, you know, nineteen years. They're about to retire and then they get cut. That's a fucking yep. transition. No,
0: professional just, athletes.
1: Professional. Yeah, that's what's in the book. Like you, you, play, you play football from the time you're five years old all the way up until you get drafted to the NFL. Oh shit, your first game, you blow out your knee. Your career's done. You're 22 years old.
0: It's the craziest thing, and, and, and you know what's what I mean? funny. Now working with the guys I work with, uh, ex-cons, felons, get out of prison. That yeah. is hard as fuck, dude. Right. Same as all of us. That's, that's why me and Richard Cabral are like close as hell. We found the parallels like, oh, dude, we're a lot of fucking like. You know if what I mean? We-
1: go, yeah. If you go read those reviews on Amazon about that book, it's, it, ain't, it ain't a bunch of veterans. Yeah. There's like, I, there's probably 25% are just moms like talking about going through a divorce. And how they read my book, a Marine Raider going through like, and how they felt like it was their story. Every single one of the reviews is like, I felt like I felt like I was reading my story because it's a human being condition. It's not a veteran problem. It's a human being problem. We all go through change. We all, and if we don't own our shit and push through it and and get healthy, then we get stuck and we allow that transition to, to to, to uh, just get stuck in an area and then we're done and we're not going to progress in life. I'll leave oh, it fucking there.
0: A. Fucking love it, dude. Hey, where can, where can my listeners follow you and find you on your YouTube oh, and your personal? It's
1: all my name. Nick, Nick
0: Kuma Yeah <laughs> The soft T. When you said soft T, I was like, do I just say it lighter? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <You> just <laughs> ease right tea. in there. Yeah. yeah. All right, brother. Thanks for joining us,
1: man. All
0: right, man.